So hi, we're on the Good Noise Podcast. We're here with All They Hear is Static. We're going to ask them some questions today. I'm going to start. What inspired you guys to start the band? Um, honestly, I think it's just the kind of just the want to create stuff. There's no like, you know, I, I feel like as a kid, just, just you listen to so much stuff that uh, I, I guess helps you through whatever you're going through or, or just inspires you. And uh, that's probably like kind of a crutch, like just growing up listening to a lot and uh, being where where I, where I grew up, there, there was very little opportunity to actually like express yourself musically or really be involved in any type of bands. But for the most part, it's just fun to record and put stuff out there. Okay. Long story short. Yeah, it's an expression of creativity that I personally find like innovative and fun. It's a lot of fun. Awesome. So what was the first song you guys wrote as a band? And if you could, would you change anything about it? Um, I think the first song that we wrote was Blood, maybe? Mm-hmm. Blood yeah. and Devotion? Uh, there was a lot of, like, instrumentally anyway, there was a lot of fluctuations between different sounds, so it went from heavy to melodic too quickly, and there wasn't much of a transition. Okay. So those are some things that I would probably change anyway. Okay. So um, song is, uh, I, I, I like the song. It's the first song uh, I ever wrote. Um, it's the one we did the music video for. Mm-hmm. I guess maybe just lyrics, like looking uh, back introspectively, the lyrics are quite... Not all of them, but some of them are just like things that I wouldn't do today. I get that. But I mean, a, a fun thing about the song is most of it's just just really punky and just messy vocally, mm-hmm. just because at the time I had very little experience recording. So I just either didn't care or wasn't experienced enough to care. So the verses just sound messy as hell, but I think that's kind of cool. Okay. Yeah, gives it a nice sound. Yeah. Uh, so what is your writing process like? <laughs> um, our writing process um, can sometimes come across as difficult, but um, sometimes eventually you will write a cool riff or, oh, awesome, that sounds cool, and we'll take that and we'll use it and try to write a song out of it. Mm-hmm. Most of the time it starts off like, with a silly guitar riff, and I'm like, okay, that could sound catchy, and then I write drums to it. Mm-hmm. I think every song's different. Like, every single one that's been put out so far is, like, completely different. Yeah. Um, sometimes it's just, like, you jam it out in a room. Other times it's, you know, like, I- I- I'll just sit down and write, like, some random trap beat mm-hmm. and turn it into a metal song, and... Every, every time's different. I think a song's like kind of just a small moment of like, you know, it's like a time capsule. Like when yeah, you know like it. a small spark of creativity that just randomly happens out of nowhere. Oh. That's so cool. Yeah, it's a big time capsule. 
of good and bad and just yeah time capsule i like that yeah yeah that's a cool that's a cool way to put it mm -hmm. i haven't heard that one before awesome so how do you guys feel about the reception to your ep blood and devotion i think that for the very little we actually promoted it and pushed it pretty pretty good um people have met like sent us really long messages saying that they've really loved it and they've related to it and that's kind of that's kind of the coolest thing but um i'm, I'm looking to push it more uh we're doing a music video for graveyards uh next month next month as long as there's no more coronaviruses yeah right. awesome Dude, that's exciting yeah. yeah the reception for our ep uh i think we it came out pretty positively Obviously, there was, like, the negative comments that came out of it. They were like, oh, these little cringy emo kids. Oh, scene's so dead. What are you doing, you know? But Go back to 2009. There was a lot of really positive comments about it, and I was actually really surprised. Yeah, that's you awesome. asked me if music could be it's even older than 2009. We need to go back to 2006. <laughs> but... um, so speaking of that EP, what do you... What do you think you'd do differently on your next release that you didn't do on that EP? So the music videos are really stagnant. Uh, I would just have it so when the EP drops, the music videos drop, um, we send it off to get reviewed. Um, you know, all the promotion is kind of really locked in. Yeah. Rather than um, doing a music video like four or five months after the EP's dropped. Yeah, I get that. Yeah but it's just how it came out that time so it's cool so you have a new remix scars did you create that yourself and can you tell us about the process behind it no, that uh, was... yeah uh, that one um it was created by a good producer that we know um son of paragus hmm. is his name on instagram and uh he took that song and he remi he remixed it himself. So, and he did an amazing job at it, and it sounds awesome. Mm -hmm. That's all I can say. He just sent it out to us one day out the blue. Oh, so wow. like, that's cool. Yeah, and you're like, we want to drop this, so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So one, but yeah. Right. Uh, so if you could collab with any band or artist ever, who would it be? The used. Taste. Ooh, nice. No G band. Um, from first to last, I'm 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 cheating. I'm gonna do more than one. Go for it. That's okay. And, um, I don't know, like I don't know. Rise against all in one song. Okay. As long as you don't say like Mark Hoppus, I think I'm okay. <laughs> I think there's enough of those around. I thought would jump on a track, though. He's been doing it for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Bro, imagine. Oh that would that'd be crazy. Mark Hoppus oh. or uh, Travis Barker. Oh, my God. Wait, that... Both of them in one song. Yes. Wow. Also wow. hire Tom DeLong for a feature, but don't tell him the other two are on it, and then you book song. Wait, so uh, speaking of the used, I want to ask, what did you think of their newest album, Heartwork? Okay, Ooh. glad that this has come up. It, I think it's really good. 
Um, I think it's one of their better albums yet. Mm-hmm. My favorite's Imaginary Enemy. I just think Ooh. the lyrics on that are like probably the most meaningful in terms of just outward looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, I really like it. My favorite song is Cathedral Bell. Taste. Yes. What do you guys think? I I really liked it as well. Um, I thought it went back to like some of their older albums, so that was good. Uh, the yeah. Open, yeah, the opener track and Blow Me and Bloody Nose are all tracks that stick out to me. Well, Bloody Nose is a good one. That's one of my favorite songs on the on the album. Oh yeah. I like the theme with the tarot cards and stuff. Oh yeah. Throughout the songs as well, I found that really cool. It was a really cool concept. I thought it was yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I really have to say. I only listened to it like uh, two times, I think, but like yeah. it, it was really, really good. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Been so, long-time fans, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So uh, what artists or bands' inspirations do you think you can hear in your music? I was kind of discussing this earlier a little bit today. Um, The bands I can probably most hear instrumentally in the music is maybe Under Oath. There's a little bit of Under Oath going on, and then there's some, like, the fast transitions and stuff that we like to go through. Mm-hmm. between the different sounds to me that sounds very um periphery like in my opinion anyway yeah okay. more sense of like a progressive way but um yeah those are the two bands i can kind of name okay i think um more stuff comes out like the greater the influence bracket will be but uh, on the first ep i just think it's like a combination of, for, for me, um, re- kind of older bands from like the 2000s, like again, from first to last, um, we use, but a lot of mid, like 2010 metalcore bands. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Everyone knows the big ones, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so where do you see the band in the next five years? Hmm. I I feel like I'd like to maybe focus a lot on producing to try to either producing or I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Uh, yeah. I, I want to go like you know hard hustle it out. Uh, re- really, I just like putting stuff out there. Okay. If I had it my way, that'd be like. Four EPs out in the next two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a goal. It's an expensive goal, but it's a goal. I would love to do that. Um, just keep making music videos. I would like to play shows, but um, I almost feel that Corona season is just going to go on for like forever. Way too long. Yeah. yeah. Never gonna yeah. End. In the uh, in the UK, like I I don't know if like other parts of the world, because you guys are from America, right? Yeah. Yes. So how long how long was your lockdown? Uh, oh god, like three months. Yeah, I think mine was three, almost four months. Yeah. Okay, well we'll maybe get it because the UK and particularly England, I think is like the worst in the world, oh. supposedly. Damn. So like, it's super heavy over here. Like, everything was com- 
completely closed for like four-ish months. We're not even out of it yet. Damn. Yeah, things are only like just starting to reopen and stuff. Places like coffee shops and restaurants. Even then, it's still most of them are still only delivery. So, so wait, they they closed like your restaurants any. completely. Like they weren't doing delivery at that point. Um, about fifty percent of restaurants were doing delivery during lockdown, but like only some of them are just reopening now. Okay. For like takeaway and stuff. Right. So, like in terms of like delays, it's just like it's really really hard to to plan out anything. Because, like, I feel like I, I feel there's going to be a second uh, lockdown. The flu season will start up. Mm-hmm. And even if even if coronavirus isn't a problem, they're just people will get the flu and everyone will panic and it will be like a second lockdown. So yeah. I feel live shows aren't going to be a thing for a long time, but I would love to play some. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. Uh... We'll That's safe. our main focus for the moment is live shows, so yeah. Right. Yeah, we'll be safe out there. Yeah. No safety, just ram everyone in. <laughs> no, safety. no safety. No safety. No. So for the last couple of questions, we're gonna steer away from music and go straight to death row. Uh so if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Mm. See, I like I like pizza, pizza a lot. Mm-hmm. Pizza is very good. Mm-hmm. If there's one food that I've never gotten sick of, it was pizza. Um, and I like kombucha a lot. Ooh. It's really good. So, mm-hmm. doesn't matter what flavor, just any kind of kombucha. That's mm-hmm. what I would eat. Solid. Green tea, curry, and. Uh, some form of chocolate milk. Ooh. Solid. There we go. Yeah. Sounds delicious. Um, so if you could live in one fictional world for a week, where would you live? Um, that's kind of a tough one. There's so many, like, fantasy universes that I really, really love. Mm -hmm. Especially... Uh, during video in video games and stuff, mm-hmm. but I think I might have to go with the Elder Scrolls universe for the most part. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's so much like diversity in there and magic. The main thing, like to be able to use magic and stuff, is awesome. Mm-hmm. I think I think the world we live in is already like one of the craziest places ever. Honestly, like if you really think about it, like. Let's just say anything could exist. Like there was limitless like possibility, mm-hmm. and we live in a world where like you can fall over and like you know that could be it. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's that's pretty absolutely mental. But I think I don't know. That's that's hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, a world where there's no money there we go oh solid solid does anybody like do stuff just like out of the kindness of their heart or um i don't know maybe we just all have like individual talents and trades and we all just 
kind of trade our talents and trades. I mean, I've thought about this concept for a while, like, so you get all the basic, really kind of straightforward jobs, like um, garbage men and warehouse packaging and delivering and stuff. Mm -hmm. Those can all be done by AI very, very easily mm -hmm. without stopping. And, you know, they don't have to take breaks and they could just do it 24 hours straight continuously. And that would give, that would give humans and stuff like a lot more time to be more creative and to do something more creative with their lives mm -hmm. for in, in anything. But uh, yeah, I think that would be kind of cool. That would be cool. Yeah. I never thought of it that way. Yeah. It could also make them extremely lazy, so yeah, <laughs> you never that, know. That too. Yeah. Yeah. What about what about you two? Where would you live? Oh man. Oh. This is the one question nobody's ever asked us. We get Honestly. all the other ones. Oh, damn. I've had an answer ready, but it's blanking on me. Oh, mm. good job. Let me think. Um, God, there's so many. I'm just gonna go basic. I'm just gonna say Harry Potter. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. I. I know he's dead, but, like, I really want to talk to Snape. <laughs> just kind of, like, sit down with him and be like, okay, so what? what's your story, man? Travel back yeah. in time. Exactly. Go Horcruxes and stuff. Bro, you got a point. There you go. That's yeah. my answer. There you go, yeah. That's yeah. pretty cool. I think I'll have to piggy off, piggyback off Glory. Wow. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah, awesome. anytime. So, um, I have the honor of asking the last question, and everybody we've spoken to have said it's the most important question. What is your favorite color? Oh, right. See, I can't, I can't like, put my finger on one singular color, mm -hmm. so I might have to go with, like, a double combination of colors. Oh, that's fair. I, I like the color uh, purple and blue together. They're both Ooh. very nice, very calming colors, mm -hmm. and you can do so, so much with them. Can do so much with those colors. They're very relaxing to me, so. Um, kind of like a throat chakra blue. Ooh. Right. Solid. Cool. Uh, as Gloria said, that is all the questions we have today. Is there anything you would like to plug? Um, is there a way we can play the, the remix on here? We can... I mean, we I can, can do I can do it in post, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's cool. We can. This will be the first time it's played. We can play it on here. Okay. Oh, uh, solid. Yeah. yeah. That'd, That'd be, be cool. nice. And then we could um, plug uh, Son of Paragus, who did um, the remix. Okay. Because he did an amazing job, and like he writes amazing music as well. So. It's like you listen to the remix here, and then you go on YouTube and check out. The original and everyone wins so all right awesome, awesome. yeah uh cool. so thank you for sitting down with us this has been all they hear is static and we're the good noise podcast